I want you to hit me as hard as you can. I'd like to start with Whippy Goldberg. Webster. She is one of only 16 people to win a competitive Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, making her part of the very exclusive club known as the EGOT. Whoopi Goldberg is one of the most prolific performers to ever grace our movie screens, our television sets, our theatrical stages, our talk shows, our award ceremonies, our game shows, our stand-up venues, and our hearts and our minds. Whoopi is so unique and talented that one can go decades without noticing that she doesn't have eyebrows. So many great performances, from her leading lady status to her unforgettable cameos. Whenever you see Whoopi appear in a movie or something, you get this strange comfort. You know that everything's gonna be alright. And then, when you see her on a talk show, talking, you're not exactly sure if everything's gonna be alright. But that's what's so great about Whoopi. She does it all. She makes you feel it all. Excelling in comedy and tragedy. Happy face, sad face. And over the past decade or so, even though Whoopi has still been appearing in movies and such, she has become more known for her views than her performances. So we ask that simple yet pure yet kinda harsh and vulgar question. What the f*** happened to Whoopi Goldberg? I just want to take this time to say thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to click that bell for notifications if you like this kind of stuff. Now back to the show. But to truly understand what the f*** happened to Whoopi Goldberg, we must begin at the beginning, and the beginning began when she was born on her birthday, 1955, Manhattan, New York, born to the name Karen Johnson, actually. So when it comes to the word Whoopi, there are only a few things to think of. The award-winning actress, the phrase you yell when you're happy, whoopee! How they described intercourse on the newlywed game, making whoopee, and the children's toy you sit on and it makes a fart sound. <laughs> well, it turns out that EGOT winner Whoopi Goberg is named after a fart sound, as she took her stage name from that comical cushion, saying that oftentimes while she performed on stage, she would lit one rip. And of course, this led to people calling her Whoopi Cushion. <sniffs> Miss Goldberg began making a name for herself on the stage performing stand-up comedy, and her routines were absolutely hilarious, playing around with voices and characters, wonderful comedic storytelling. She had a true, pure, unique voice on the stage, as well as excelling in one-woman shows. Absolutely heartbreaking and hilarious stuff showing that Whoopi is a true master of her craft, an artist with something to say. <laughs> and it was here that legendary filmmaker Mike Nichols saw Whoopi Goldberg and helped her bring that show to Broadway. And it was one of these performances where legendary filmmaker Steven Spielberg saw her and looking to cast an unknown took a chance on Whoopi and brought her on as the lead in his next film. The Color Purple in 1985. And casting a young, unknown Whoopi would be quite the successful gamble, as this film would go on to be a box office hit with 142 million 
off just a $15 million budget and would garner a Best Actress win for Goldberg at the Golden Globes when people cared about them, as well as receiving a Best Actress nomination at the Academy Awards. And Mr. Roger Ebert, the guy with the thumbs, in his review for The Color Purple said that Goldberg's performance was one of the most amazing debuts in movie history. Around this time, Whoopi would team up with fellow legendary comedians Billy Crystal and Robin Williams for the comic relief benefit shows that would bring awareness and raise money for global poverty. They would continue to host these fundraisers until the year 2006. Comic relief is where Whoopi would take her comedic talents and truly shine. And I really do hope that the jokes she told helped make this world a little bit less worse. I believe in the equality of people. I believe you have the right to decide what is good for you. If you didn't know what you were going to, motherfucker, you should have kept your ass home. The remainder of the 1980s would see Whoopi star in a series of box office misfires, such as Jumpin' Jack Flash in 1986, Burglar in 1987, Fatal Beauty in 1987, The Telephone in 1988, Clara's Heart in 1988, and Homer and Eddie in 1989. However, in 1990, Whoopi would come roaring back with her Academy Award-winning performance in a film that still many people consider to be one of the most romantic films ever made, Ghost. At over 505 million, it was the highest-grossing film of 1990 and remains Whoopi's highest-grossing live-action film. She was the first black actress to win a Best Supporting Oscar since Hattie McDaniel in Gone with the Wind, nearly 50 years prior. Funny enough, I think Whoopi would win her E in her EGOT by receiving a Emmy for hosting a show about the life and career of Hattie McDaniel. Kind of an interesting connection there. But yeah, back to Ghost. This is a rare, Oscar-winning comedic performance. Whoopi's character is truly unforgettable in this film, and she holds it all together, providing some heart and, of course, some comic relief. Molly, you in danger, girl. After appearing in The Long Walk Home with Sissy Spacek and Soap Dish as Rose Schwartz, a role which she would reprise in 2022, that's this year, on a new Paramount Plus television series, Whoopi Goldberg would also take the lead in Sister Act in 1992 after Bette Midler turned it down. This film proved to be a massive hit, pulling in over 230 million worldwide off a $31 million budget. And it would see Whoopi be nominated for several awards, including Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy at the Golden Globe Awards, back when they mattered. It would also spawn a successful sequel in 1993's Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit for which Whoopi was paid a reported 12 million, making her the highest paid actress at the time. And there's gonna be a Sister Act 3 coming to Disney Plus soon. From then on, Whoopi owned the 90s. Whether she was showing up in small but memorable appearances in National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1 and The Little Rascals, or leading films such as Karina Karina and Boys on the Side, Whoopi Goldberg was everywhere. 
She also starred in Made in America in 1993, a comedy about a black woman who finds out she was artificially inseminated by a white male sperm. And that white male sperm happened to belong to Ted Danson, whom dated Whoopi in real life for a bit. And that relationship is mostly remembered by a controversial blackface bit. Oh, that Whoopi always surrounded by controversy. Wait a minute, what, what do you mean white? He's like, like white white? White, white, white. She would return to the stages of the Academy Awards in 1994 as the host where Whoopi became the first ever black host and the first ever solo female to host. In today's world, hosting the Oscars is often a thankless job. Everybody always seems to be kind of disappointed. But Whoopi received glowing reviews for her hosting duties, with many praising her ability to keep the show light and fast-paced. She would return to host the Oscars three more times. 1996, 1999, and 2002, often appearing in outlandish movie-themed costumes. And you know what? I think this right here was like the high point of these hilarious unholy ceremonies. Whoopi made the Oscars come to life. The Oscars now just kind of feel empty without her energy and charm. After voicing one of those evil hyenas in the 1994 Lion King, which made like a billion dollars, she would appear opposite a T-Rex in Theodore Rex a role that she actually tried to back out of prior to filming and was sued for $20 million. Theodore Rex has gone down as one of the worst films of all time. She's a cop in the future that works with a dinosaur or something. I think it's kind of original and interesting. But what do I know? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Whoopi would go on to appear in a series of box office disappointments and that would land her a combined Razzie nomination for Worst Actress for the films Eddie, Bogus, and of course, Theodore Rex. She was also in the courtroom drama Ghosts of Mississippi. Guilty as <laughs> Perhaps as a result of all those leading roles not exactly lighting up the box office, Whoopi would start taking on smaller roles in films, while also beginning to build up her producing and television resume. She would appear in such films as How Stella Got Her Groove Back, The Rugrats Movie, Girl Interrupted, Monkey Bone, and Rat Race, all while appearing on Broadway in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum in 1996. Oh, and we can't forget her work in TV movies with 1997's Cinderella, 1998's A Night in Camelot, and Call Me Claus in 2001. She would also receive four Emmy nominations for executive producing and appearing in the successful revamped Hollywood Squares from 1998 to the year 2002. Whoopi would then go on to be the first woman to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. As an American, that's what I have to offer, is I have to offer dirty jokes and bad language. Nowadays, Whoopi Goldberg is most known for being herself, something that she's truly been thriving at since 2007, when she joined the cast of The View. I mean, when she joined the cast of The View! This daytime talk show netted her 10 Emmy nominations, 
But sometimes having a platform where you just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, sometimes you can say things that might, you know, upset some people. And sometimes that can lead to not so great headlines. And Whoopi and her views on The View have had quite a lot of them. Litting out controversial opinions, statements, and thoughts on such topics and people like Bill Cosby, Ray Rice, Chris Brown, Roman Polanski, and more. And recently she made some statements about the Holocaust, claiming that it wasn't about race. Calm down, she later apologized. But ABC suspended her for two weeks for saying such things sparking a hot, trendy debate about cancel culture and such that was just everywhere, all over, everyone was talking about it non-stop, oh my god! And then suddenly everyone seemed to stop caring, cause that's how it works. But yeah, despite announcing in the year 2007 that she would retire from acting, because she said she no longer received scripts from Hollywood studios anymore. But that retirement didn't really seem to go well for her because she's still working. Never really stopped. Whoopi has continued to appear in several projects a year, whether it's providing a voice in Toy Story 3, which grossed a billion dollars, yeah, a billion with a B, or appearing alongside Charlie Sheen in a horrible, horrible movie called 9-11 about a group of people trapped in an elevator in the World Trade Center. Strange cast for such a topic. And she even popped up in one of those Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies, which is a very strange cast with such a topic. But is there anything else we should know about them? They're ninjas. I'm sorry, what? And they do karate. Okay, get out. Not sure if you knew this, but Whoopi is a lifelong Trekkie, and she fought hard to join the crew which would eventually lead to an appearance in Star Trek The Next Generation, as well as appearing in Star Trek Generations in 1994 and Star Trek Nemesis in 2002. And she would get a chance to reprise her Star Trek role in the year 2022, hey, that's this year, by appearing in Season 2 of the rebooted series Star Trek Picard, after Sir Patrick Stewart appeared as a guest on The View and asked her if she would reprise her role and she immediately and emotionally accepted. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing if you care about Star Trek. So yeah, she's returning to the worlds of Sister Act, Soap Dish, and Star Trek. We may be in the middle of a mega whoopee comeback, or reboot. It seems like she's ready to refill that whoopee cushion. Seems human enough to me. This is a dangerous creature, you have no idea. Why Picard would make her a member of the crew and not me? Whoopi Goldberg is one of the hardest working people in Hollywood. Since bursting onto the screen with her Academy Award nominated performance in The Color Purple in 1985, she has appeared in nearly 100 films and 114 television programs and eight theater productions, as well as 29 documentaries ranging from the inward to the aristocrats. What do you call this act? This is the part that always gets me when I say it. They're called the aristocrats. <laughs> she became one of the biggest stars ever simply by being herself and telling her story. Like all of us, especially me, she puts her foot in her mouth sometimes, but like her or not, Whoopi is a true legend on the stage and screen. And you know what? 
no matter what, Whoopi will always be our center square. So nobody should give a fuck about what the fuck happened to Whoopi Goldberg, because she's doing just fine.